Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, the cost of staying open, $27,470 and then some, by Nicole Vulcan. Oregon Occupational Safety and Health, the agency tasked with enforcing the state's workplace safety and health rules, has issued a $27,470 fine against a Ben coffee shop, alleging that it violated standards put in place to protect employees from COVID-19. OSHA announced March 30th that Cavista Coffee, located along Century Drive on Ben's west side, willfully continued to potentially expose workers to the virus, despite a public health order limiting the capacity of indoor dining to zero in an extreme-risk county. According to OSHA, Cavista Coffee, legally known as Lowy Life Coffee LLC, began allowing indoor dining on December 3, 2020, and thereafter during a time when Deschutes County was placed in the extreme risk category under the Governor Kate Brown's Risk Protection Framework, a category that meant indoor dining was prohibited in order to help slow the spread of COVID-19. OSHA representatives conducted an inspection of the property, the agency said, finding three alleged violations of OSHA's temporary rules designed to address COVID-19 risks in the workplace. For the alleged willful violation in allowing indoor dining, OSHA levied a fine of $26,700 against the coffee shop. That is three times the minimum penalty allowed for such violations, OSHA representatives stated in a press release. The decision reflects the need to ensure a more appropriate deterrent effect where employers insist on disregarding health and safety standards, OSHA stated. OSHA issued another $385 fine for the company's alleged failure to develop and implement an infection control plan, covering items such as planning for physical distancing or reducing the use of shared surfaces, and issued another $385 fine after the company allegedly failed to conduct any COVID-19 risk assessment to identify potential employee exposure to the virus and address how to reduce that exposure. During the inspection, the owners of Cavista, Krista and Kevin Lowinger, said they chose to reopen the coffee shop even though they were aware that it went against workplace health requirements, OSHA stated. The current fines against Cavista are the second round of fines the business has faced due to COVID-19. OSHA issued an $8,900 fine against the business in July 2020 for allegedly failing to implement face coverings in line with sector-specific guidance for restaurants and bars. The Source Weekly reached out to Cavista's owners for comment, but did not receive a response by press time. Its owners have 30 days to appeal any citations issued. Next up, local pre-registration available for COVID vaccine by Nicole Vulcan. Deschutes County and St. Charles Health System have launched a new web page that allows people to sign up to be alerted when it's their turn to receive a COVID-19 vaccination. The site, centraloregoncovidvaccine.com, allows Central Oregonians to enter their name, address, and other information that helps authorities sort out when they are eligible to receive the vaccine based on that person's eligibility level. People who pre-register will get a notification alerting them when it's their turn. 
and will have 48 hours to log into the scheduling system to set up their vaccine appointment. Vaccinations are free to the public. And finally, Wilderness Permit System opens April 6th by Nicole Vulcan. The Deschutes and Willamette National Forests will begin allowing people to reserve day-use and overnight permits in the Central Cascades Wilderness starting April 6th. The permit system is a new addition for the Central Cascades Wilderness, aimed at limiting the number of people visiting well-used locations in the Mount Jefferson, Mount Washington, and Three Sisters Wilderness areas. Starting May 28th, pre-arranged day-use permits will be required on trails including Green Lakes, Broken Top, Devil's Lake South Sister, Todd Lake, Tam MacArthur Rim, and a dozen other popular trails from Memorial Day through the last Friday in September of 2021. And overnight permits will be required for all overnight use in the three wilderness areas. Dozens of other trailheads in the wilderness areas will not require a pre-arranged permit, but do require a free self-use permit available at the trailheads. On April 6th, 40% of the season's allotment of overnight permits will be live on the federal government's reservation portal, recreation.gov, with the remaining 60% of permits available on a seven-day rolling window beginning on May 28th, meaning every day new permits will be available for the day seven days ahead of that particular day. Between 20 and 50% of day-use permits will be available on April 6th, with the remaining 50-80% to 80 of each trail's permits available in a seven-day rolling window starting May 28th. The permits are relatively low cost, costing only a $1 processing fee for day-use permits and a $6 processing fee for overnight use. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.